Welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. Wow. It feels like a really long time since I've been in this position. <laughs> what position are you in uh, for the listeners out there? I am in the position of looking at you with a microphone in my face. <laughs> and we yeah. haven't podcast for quite a while. I know. Thank you all so much. If anyone is out there still listening, crickets, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> I'll put those in the special effects. Yeah. We've had a three week hiatus because we've been traveling and had family in town and traveling again. And it's been a, a whirlwind three weeks. And Monday comes up pretty fast, y'all. <laughs> It's one of those when you're out of town and hosting and, you know, living life on the edge. So we are, um, as we posted a few a few days ago, it's been rainy and lovely in Oceanside here in Southern California. So we've been on a, a podcasting mission and um, we are back. I like the podcasting mis- mission. Yes. Hopefully I can make it through this. It's been a while. <laughs> forgotten how to talk get back on the horse babe it is interesting <laughs> i like I, it has been studio mode for me really heavy this year yeah, he's mad scientisting again right so if you find me just busting out into melody while i'm talking it's it's just the side effect of all the vocals that we're cutting here right now <laughs> uh i i am um i'm happy though that we're we're getting back here and luckily we have this time to um you know uh, reach out to some more people to interview. Um, and there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. and, um, a lot of, you know, great things that are happening, especially with rebel amuse and our retreats, uh, possibility of us adding another retreat this yes. year. Yes. So with our retreat, we haven't posted it yet, but we have been, um, full with a wait list. So those of you who I've been um, in communication with and out of communication with for the past three weeks because of all of our travel and everything, um, we've decided to host another, a second retreat a month later. So the dates for that are tentatively October 26th. We will be posting more about it. There's just one um, potential conflict that Kaleo, which is a really exciting one actually, but that Kaleo may um, be doing. So just keep in mind, if you did not make the original retreat in September, we do have another one um, a month later or somewhere around there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, so we'll be posting more about that. Exactly. And um, yeah. it, it's it's really uh, it's really exciting for me to know that we get to do two retreats now. Yes. And we have been, so we just got back from Hona, from, from Hona. Yeah. See, yeah, I'm, ho, ho, you were going to say, Hona. you're, you're going to say, oh, no, 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 I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with it. We did not get back from Hona, no. We just got back from Hawaii, from Kona, and um, we surprised my brother for his birthday. And that was the hardest thing for me to do because I am horrible with surprises. I'm the kind of person that will buy a gift bring it home, not even wrap it and say, guess what I bought you for Christmas in like October. Mm -hmm. And then I can't handle it anymore. So I just give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You did really well though. I did so well. You were kind of, you're kind of faltering though. I'm going to tell you. At the end. (laughs) You were like throwing up these like really over the top post 
on your jelly bean purple uh, Instagram and you're just like, you know, you would like, you're like really trying to sell it, but almost to that Actually, point of just not like. not really because I'm so enamored with my little nephew that that's pretty much a real post. Yeah. Yeah. However, I could feel, <laughs> I could feel the bubbling of excitement going in you and you just wanted to just spill the beans. I didn't even tell any of my friends back home in Kona that I was coming home. Oh yeah. You were going through all kinds of chemistry within your body. Like all <laughs> kinds of things were so off. That's why I think these posts were coming in and it was hilarious I barely to told watch. Whitney, my brother's wife, that we were coming home until she said she was trying to convince him to go to like Mammoth or something snowboarding. And then we had to let the cat out of the bag because you and I and Isad and Adrienne, who started this whole whirlwind of surprise, um, they we all had our tickets already. Yeah. So <laughs> that would have been the surprise <laughs> of a lifetime if we showed up and Raimi was not there. <laughs> well, uh, at least it did all surprise on us. It, at least it did go completely according to plan, and it was it was really good. It was a total shocker and. <laughs> And to actually have that like unexpected trip back home, it was really, uh, that was such a huge blessing. Able mm-hmm. to jump in some warm water when it's February, that to me is everything. Yeah, you know, because Kaleo, his tour schedule and um, not just tour, but recording and work schedule really prohibits him from flying home all the time. December is usually the time for the band to be back in Kona. And I have been going back a lot a lot more frequently because of my nephew and just seeing family (laughs) (laughs) who I'm obsessed with. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, little Nalu stone. And so I've been going back a lot more frequently. Kaleo, however, has not because of his, his uh, workload. And so this was a really big treat for him to be able to come back two months to the day after we left Kona um, in December. Really? Was it two months of the day? Good. Yeah. That's good awareness right there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was kind of odd to be in Hawaii with no obligations, except for this surprise birthday party. And then luckily my mom drew, drove over because it's her birthday as well. Mm-hmm. So we celebrated that the next day. But it was really one of those like kind of pulling things. I don't know about anyone else, but you know when you like are able to like go somewhere really fun, but you know that you have a lot to do. And so you kind of get into that situation of being pulled in like a tug of war. You feel like a rope between your obligations and fun. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, you yeah. know, I, I definitely was dealing with that a little bit. But then I just decided to really relax about it, knowing that all the songs that need to be written, all the music that needs to be made, all of the meetings that have to be had are still going to be there. Mm-hmm. And then I, once I let that kind of thing go, and when my intention became, let's just relax here at home, I was, ah, uh, and, and with that focus, I was like, okay. It was beautiful. It was such a success. And before that, just the weekend before, actually, we went out to the desert for a beautiful wedding. And this wedding was stunning because it was it was very, very intimate, very tiny, just family and, and literally just a couple of friends. And the bride and groom walked each other down the aisle. And I thought that was just such a cool idea. It was a desert bohemian wedding. I had a small role where I, I did a little intention and grounding ceremony. And then I, I rang the crystal bowl, one of the huge ones. It was the big mama jamma, the crown chakra. Yeah, but there really wasn't really any aisle. They were just walking through the desert wilderness into the zone where they were going to get married. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. 
and with a beautiful backdrop and it was it was stunning it was a beautiful wedding so we did that the weekend before the weekend before that here i am giving all my excuses for Mm, us not mm -hmm, podcasting mm -hmm, yeah the weekend before that my brother and his wife whitney and nalu my little nephew came into town for the one love festival that kaleo played and iration and atmosphere and everybody and that was a, a surprise to us because we had already been planning on coming home to Kona for the surprise birthday party as of, I think, early January. And all of a sudden, Ramey says, hey, we're going to come out for the festival. So everyone here had to put on their game face and not let him know about the surprise, which was really hard. So he showed up backstage, him and, and Whitney and the baby, and I grilled everyone, do not say anything about us going home. So it got to the point where Ramey would say hi and people would say hi and turn around <laughs> because they didn't want to say anything and blow the, the whole surprise. Yeah, you definitely were kind of like the uh, the fear police in that where you're like, don't say a word. I wanted him to have the best birthday ever and Whitney nailed it. She pulled off the um, the the unpulloffable. <laughs> Is that a word? Almost sounds like a Sesame Street character, a pull-offable. <laughs> the unpull-offable. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a huge success. So that is why we have not podcasted in the past three weeks. So, with that being said, we're back. Yeah, and it feels nice, and uh, I can't wait to because I am taking off for a very long time in April. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to to bring in our interviewers and, and have a more, I'd say, more consistency. Yes, we have some exciting podcast guests coming up. Um, we have Sydney with Hiking My Feelings, who's going to be on um, this month, and a couple of others that are going to be a surprise. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. So today, we want to talk talk about um, intention. So creating intentions, living life with intention, and what that means, and what the opposite effect is. So I talked about this a little bit this morning in my yoga class that I taught it at 9 a.m. And when you take one of my classes or or most of the teachers at my studio anyway, um, we ask you to set a personal intention before practice. And this is just something that can focus your mind. It can bring you into the present moment. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one who in an actual yoga asana class, my mind starts to wander. It'll go to, um, gosh, my hips are really tight today. I should be doing more yoga. Um, Ooh, is that the phone ringing out there? I wonder who that is calling. (laughs) Um, There's a new student in class. I hope they're having fun. Um, What's for lunch? I mean, it can go on to anything, right? right? So my mind just It's a wild horse of a mind that we have. Yes, the monkey mind. Mm. And so creating an intention acts as an anchor to bring my mind into the present moment, which we call um, now atta in, Mm -hmm. in, in Sanskrit. And so having this intention, you know, you find your mind wandering, you can think of what it is. And your intention can be a simple word, let's say a quality, let's say you want to bring in um, more discipline or determination or peace or acceptance or health or love, mm-hmm. compassion, anything that you, you can just focus on one single word that will bring you right into the, mo- into the now, into the present moment. And it's something that is positive. It's something that is uplifting. You know, you've always heard that 
saying um, what you think you become or what you focus on grows Mm -hmm. or what are you manifesting? What are you creating? Or like Wayne Dyer says, he says, uh, our intentions create our reality. Mm, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's say on the opposite of that, if you're in a yoga class and we're just starting with yoga class for now, uh, we'll move on to day to day, you know, regular life after, but let's just say you're in a yoga class and you focus on, um, you focus on something negative. You focus on something that may have happened that wasn't good right before you got to class, or you focus on the, you know, an area of your body that may be, um, causing some disdain or some frustration and that stuff really gets ingrained in you, right? So now you're moving with this intention of negativity and it's not serving you whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that tends to circle and cycle and grow into something a lot bigger and a lot deeper. So on the other side of that coin, let's say you bring in acceptance, right? Just one simple word. And this, I say acceptance because this was my word a couple of days ago when I took a vinyasa class. Um, I've been having, you know, just some tightness in my body from travel and um, that, you know, constant low back stuff that I experience. And I tend lately to kind of shy away from the more active classes because of that. And I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go for it and modify. And I found myself actually feeling really strong and um, pretty amazing in class, which was a nice surprise. So that belief that was let go and the new belief that was able to come in really well, let, fueled you for feeling better about you know the the faster pace asana class right well i let go of the intention of fear going into the class mm-hmm. and instead i was just open to okay let's see what happens i can always modify mm-hmm. so my my intention at the beginning of class for that one was acceptance mm. so my reasoning behind that was i'm going to accept however my body feels without judgment I'm going to accept that I may not be able to do everything that is brought into class. And I'm going to accept that um, with my modifications that may have to happen, this is where I am today. And that's that's in itself perfect. So so this is really a good point. You were able to make the intention before the act. Mm -hmm. And that's what allowed you to, I would say, enjoy the act because you let go of the fear, but then again, you, you brought in this intention of I'm allowing my body to just do whatever it's going to do right now. Mm -hmm. And without any kind of expectation, you were able to just move through the class with the intention. And the intention was the reminder to you that this is, this is good for me. Mm -hmm. And that's really powerful because we do so many things kind of on autopilot and we have so many behaviors that we bring into our everyday life that isn't necessarily the best behaviors mm-hmm. or the best thought process. So that's really powerful that you kept reminding yourself during this, I would say, this class that you had some fear behind because of the the tightness in your body. Right. And, you know, just by bringing, so this is where the intention comes into, into play, into a huge benefit is just a gentle reminder, right? So if your mind starts to go to that judgment or to that fear, your intention can bring you into, you know, I just repeated in my mind, acceptance. Mm. 
And at that moment, I was able to accept everything, whether it was, wow, I'm accepting that I feel pretty strong right now in this moment, and that's amazing, or acceptance of, I'm going to take a pause and go into child's pose and just take a breath and then come back into it. So acceptance was a, a huge, um, a huge benefit. You know, using that intention was a really good tool for me to get through this, this practice. Right. And also that constant reminder, you make the intention and then act, you know, the feeling of that focus is the awareness and the, and the reward. Mm-hmm. So furthering on from that, um, I do want to also bring in Sankalpa. So Sankalpa, and I'll give you a definition of Sankalpa in a nutshell here. Sankalpa is Sanskrit. It means an intention formed by the heart and mind, a solemn vow, determination, or will. In practical terms, terms a Sankalpa means a one-pointed resolve to focus both psychologically and philosophically on a specific goal. And so... It's a little bit more lofty than just a, a, an intention, a one word intention. It's usually created, you're creating a sentence. Um, and when we create sankalpa, it can be made before any yoga practice, um, uh, any meditation, or even just at the start of your day. You or know, even an event this. that you may be like you were a little fearful of not knowing how it was going to go. Right. The start of your day, the start of a, a, a job or a project or a mm-hmm. meeting or a conversation, you know, you can create a sankalpa. And the idea behind it is to create the life that we were meant to embrace and enjoy. So it's something to bring us closer to our higher self. So we wouldn't set an inculpa, a sankalpa of, um, I'm going to win at all costs or, um, I'm going to be right or, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's something that will serve your highest good. And if something serves your highest good, then in turn, it usually serves others highest good as it, well. It becomes harmonious to all that involved. Mm-hmm. And when a sankalpa is made with a mind that is calm and relaxed, it gets impressed on our subconscious. So we plant that seed at a deep level of our soul, knowing that when the time is right and with divine timing, I believe this is what we will experience in our lives. <laughs> yeah. And there's two kinds of sankalpa that I've um, come across in my studies. And the first one is uh, a statement that you make about something such as, I am healed. I am in perfect health. I am at peace, right? So it's something that is already there. So let's say um, you are experiencing some fluctuations of the mind that don't serve you, some frustration, some anger, some some fear. You can use this. That's something that is already pre-existing. You can use your sankalpa, for example, I am at peace, to, to make it true, to bring you into this. Or if you're experiencing some health issues, you can say, I am healed. So that first one is something that is addressing something that is already evident in your life. And then the second one is a specific, you can set a specific intention or a goal that you hope to aim for. So you can create an affirmation such as, um, I am successful in all of my endeavors or something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's not something that you are. Um, experiencing right at the moment that you want to cultivate the opposite and the positive, it's something that you are attaining. And these are positive affirmations and sentences that you can repeat, you can put around you in your space. 
and um, and they they really help to create this upliftment of mind, body, soul. Well, the cool thing is, is you're able to walk into a situation that may be fearful. I'm, again, I'm going back to this this yoga class mm-hmm. because you didn't really know how the body was going to respond, but then you're able to really focus on this intention and just uh, it was acceptance. It was just that word that was setting you up for this action. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, that's where a lot of power is that I always forget because I find myself in these situations where the action has just happened. And no matter what I thought um, prior to going into this action, if I don't set it up, it becomes real. Like if I don't want to be somewhere, or if I have to do something I'm not looking forward to, but I do it, it fills out perfectly exactly that way mm-hmm. for most times and not. So it's, it's really nice to, to be reminded that you can have that affirmation. You can have that intention when you go into it. Perfect example. Um, say uh, there's a very, very difficult thing that you're about to do. Um, if you can just have the intention of, I am going to make today and everything in today as fun as possible. That's a great way to bring a lifted energy into the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had to have a difficult conversation before um, where I was I was playing out all of the possibilities all the possibilities Mm -hmm. and none of them were positive oh gosh what if this happens what if they say this what if i say that you know so it was all of this stuff that i was making up um prematurely Mm -hmm. in my mind that how it could go wrong and i caught myself and i said okay you know what let's shift the energy here i'm gonna create the intention that it's gonna go over so well right so let's say i had to have a, a conversation with somebody that Um, you know, difficult conversations. I don't like conflict and shifting that energy to, okay, I want the intention. I'm going to go into this with the intention of understanding and of um, the outcome being as easy and clear as possible. And um, one that I'm specifically thinking about came out way better than I had even imagined because I shifted my focus from, oh gosh, all this bad stuff is going to happen. I just know it to, you know what? I'm going to have the intention that the outcome is going to be peaceful and clear and it's going to be great. And it was, there was a lot of understanding around it. You're basically kind of like arriving before you physically arrive. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting like your body primed. It's like an athlete, like a, like getting ready for an event. You know, right. where athletes like they'll, they'll think about themselves doing the event mm-hmm. before the event even starts and they'll just play it out in their head. Mm. And it, yeah, that's it, a manifestation. right? There. Yeah. And it's really yeah. interesting on how like this is a very um, predominant practice in especially like high level, um, high level athletes. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing, too. Yeah, it can still go bad. If oh, yeah, right. but mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point of worrying about it being that you're just adding more bad into your life by thinking it's going to go bad and showing up and it's bad, mm-hmm. or you can think about it going good and you show up and it goes bad. However, you didn't spend all the time <laughs> in the bad, 
Right. You know, you, you're like able to navigate that just a little bit. And why not take any opportunity that you possibly can not to be in the bad or, you know, in the red that long? Right. So let's look at two different scenarios and we'll talk about, you know, um, about my situation. So let's say I went into this very challenging conversation um, thinking about all the bad things that could happen. Right. So Mm -hmm. I spent and when this happens, I typically get um, you know, nervous, my stomach doesn't feel good. I, I tend, you know, as an empath, I tend to really take this, this stuff in and feel it. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen it. And so I'm making myself miserable from the night before Uh all the way up to the conversation. Now this is hypothetical ish. Uh (laughs) I can't say this hasn't happened. Making myself miserable from the night before or even two days before, whenever it has to happen. Right. You're dreading this situation. Dreading it (laughs) until the actual conversation happens. And let's say it goes as shitty as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, I'm like, well, <laughs> that went exactly how I thought it was going to be. And then you're still feeling crappy. Right. Yeah. So all of that time is spent in this low vibration feeling right. like crap. So let's go to the other situation. It's like the one, it's like the one time you don't want to be right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> So let's go to the opposite side of that, right? With intention. So here we are. I have to have this <laughs> this difficult conversation, right? Let's go. Let's go to door two. Okay. And instead of thinking of all that could go wrong, think of what could go right and have and set the intention of I'm going to go into this and it's going to be I'm going to be heard clearly and understood and there's going to be a conversation that is positive and the outcome is going to be Um, one of learning and growth in the best that it could be in this situation. So that's what I'm thinking for the, you know, couple of days leading up to it. And then I go into the conversation and all hell breaks loose and it's, it's just poop. Right. Right. So then I end the conversation and I think, well, that didn't go as planned, (laughs) but there was only that conversation and a little bit of after it that I had to feel Mm -hmm. that negative vibration. And then you deal with it, right? So whatever happens, but you know, when I actually did have to have this conversation, it went fine. Mm -hmm. So you can do one, you have in every moment you have a choice, right? Your intention can be one of ease and peace or one of stress and worry and fear. Mm -hmm. So what do we do with this information, right? So coming from a place where um, all parties benefit or just you benefit, right? This is something that you came up with earlier. When you walk into, let's say, a meeting or a discussion or whatever it is where you may um, feel like you need to set an intention of peace and positivity, you can set that intention of, of all parties will have peace, or are you coming into this with just, you know, I want to win at all costs? Well, for most part, if I do win at all cost later, I don't. You don't feel I good don't, about I it. I don't. No matter. Yeah. yeah. No matter. And that's, you know, one of the things about being competitive. Like even if even if you do win, at, if it's not harmonious and it's not celebrated, then mm-hmm. it's it's not as fun or real as it should feel, mm-hmm. you know? 
Yeah. And it's it, it turns into something that's um it kind of it kind of lowers you in a sense. And so to harmoniously bring the situation and the players all together up. That's that's what you call a team, you know, and that that's really incredible to me and I I prefer that kind of success. Moving along with that, recently um Kaleo and I had this this difficult time. And without getting into details, we'll just say that I wanted something to happen. He did not want this thing to happen. <laughs> so we were at a major impasse. That's as basic as you could have made that, yeah. by the way. Yeah. So I wanted something to happen. He did not want it to happen. We were at an impasse where it started to become very, um, it started to disrupt our harmonious energy. It sucked. Let's just be <laughs> honest. Yeah. It sucked. Like it was like one of those things was like, Oh no, not this again. And it would happen quite often. Right. So for about a week or so, you know, even though we were happy and loving and making dinner and doing our lives, it, it conversation was circled back around to this thing that we're at an impasse and it would it would cause us to you know not fight we don't really fight we would try to explain our sides but since we're at an impasse and i wasn't budging and he wasn't budging um it just created this this low vibration and it wasn't what we typically um how we typically are and so it was really uncomfortable and it was really um it was really negative feeling it was just icky and I remember one day, right, I was running errands and I felt it was after we'd had this conversation after waking up about, you know, what I wanted and what he wanted. They were two different things. And I mean, it, it yeah, we'll just leave it at that. And I remember running errands and everything was basically, hmm, like shitty. <laughs> 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 for lack of a more uh, eloquent term it was you know i uh, i was stuck in a huge line i was hitting every red light um you know something i needed something specific at the store and they just ran out of it whatever it was that could go not wrong but not my way i'm doing air quotes here happened right like the clerk well, yeah, I'm getting yeah. to that one. Yeah. So that at the end of my um, whole errands run, I went to a place that should be a very happy and high vibration place. It was a, a crystal shop, a gem store. I had to buy, I was buying a gift for someone. And I got there and I picked out the, the gem. I picked out the crystal and and I walked up to the counter and I was still looking at something. And she asked if I was ready in a really kind of, kind of, pissy attitude <laughs> and I said oh no not yet and she just kind of huffed and turned around it's like whoa okay and then finally you know I was done looking around and I said okay I'm ready and she was just kind of a kind of a bitch mm -hmm. to be honest with you and I was I was shocked but I would I was already having such a, a low vibrational day starting from you know our conversation in the morning and then all of my errands and then that was just the straw that broke the camel's back i got into my car and i said okay melanie what the hell why are you bringing all of this negativity into your vibration what is going on what is my role in this and so i'm going to let you in on a little secret it may sound a little silly to you but it works for me is that i was alone in my car and i was driving home and i said all right melanie what's up 
What, what am I doing that is bringing this into my vibration? Why can't I bring in more positivity and love? Cause I've had a really shitty day and I started asking myself questions. Okay. And my question was, well, what would love do in this situation? And I traced everything back. I said, you know, it wasn't the woman at the gem store that was being a certain way to me. It was, it was my view of that. Right. If I was super happy and having the best day ever, it would roll off my back. But for me, I really took it in. So I traced it all back to, you know, this whole impasse thing that Kaleo and I were having. And I said, okay, why am I feeling like I need to pursue this and get my way? I'm doing air quotes again and get my way. What would love do in the situation? I said, you know, love would tell him. I respect your decision. I completely understand. And, and that's that. And then of course I had to have the other conversation with me. Yeah, but, (laughs) but then you're not getting your way and he's getting his way. So again, I'm talking to myself. I said, okay, Melanie, what would love do in the situation? Like I had to keep repeating that and love would not worry about who's getting their way and not, um, not worry that I wasn't having my needs met or my, um, my desires weren't being heard or, you know, you're winning, whatever it was, love would look at the conversation or the situation with complete love and respect and say, I understand and I respect your decision. And I told him that when I got home, Actually, it was the next day because I had to really think about it. I told him that the next day and he accepted it and was grateful. And and I didn't expect him to do what I had wanted him to do in the beginning. So now a few days later, maybe he comes to me and. Well, wait, wait, let me time in on this real quick. Okay. When you were able to release that grip of the tug of war rope. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like I said, it was an impasse. None, neither of us were going to win, right? Because we were digging our heels in both of us. Well, I, I, I want to clarify too that I was just coming from. I was really, truly listening to my instinct, and my instinct is something that I'm getting closer and closer with. And it was telling me that this isn't right. I don't want to be a part of this. This thing that is is happening, and so even though, and this this is another lesson for for me during this, and and, and other people too. Even though it doesn't feel right and you still do it on the behalf of someone else, this is dangerous ground um, due to the fact that this can be buried in the cells and come back out later. This can rear its head even stronger in the stance of resentment. So this is something that I was very aware of and I didn't just want to do something that I didn't want to do um, and just go with it and then have this resentment build later uh, actually just you know build then and come up later so it was really important to me to cut it off at the pass or the path and whatever that statement is um, and really be true to myself of of what i am wanting no matter how difficult it was to move through that decision i didn't I just knew instinctually that I I really wanted to be honest with myself. And through this honesty, it wasn't easy um, for the other people involved, mainly you. 
it was one of those things where it was just not feeling right and I wasn't aligned to do this. So then when I let loose of my um, energetic grip on wanting this thing to happen and I came with this intention of just love and understanding and acceptance, he was able to say thank you and then you know, we went about our lives and about a week later, he comes to me and says, okay, I've, I've made a decision on my own. I've changed my mind and I want to, I want to do this with you. Mm -hmm. And which I was met with hesitation because you were, you were wondering if I was just doing this. I didn't want him to do it because I wanted him to, but I know this is all code, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it, it, it is really, it's really interesting though. But we can talk about it later. It's really interesting though that with time, Away. And by the way, I took off. I took off to LA for a couple of days to go to the studio. Mm-hmm. And when I took off and, you know, I was in the studio and I was, I removed myself completely from the energy here with us. Um, and I was, that, that removal was a, that, that just gave me enough of space to realize, okay, so what am I holding on? What beliefs am I having about this, um, Mm -hmm. about this thing? Why, why is there so much resistance within me about doing this? What I really wanted to get down to it. And I was able to have the space and time to absorb it and ask myself those questions and become a vibrational match to what this situation was and so with that i was able to say okay so this is what's going on the resistance that you felt the instinct that you felt these are our old habits that are resurfacing into your existence now so perfect example i hate cauliflower gonna be totally honest i hate it it's like the worst invention and the worst food i've ever known in my life but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but what I'm doing now is I'm trying. You keep to, trying I it. I keep trying yep. at these, sometimes at a restaurant. I don't really don't allow it at my house. But like <laughs> I I really am just trying to, I'll take a bite of it at like a restaurant. Usually it comes out of the side of my mouth as soon as I put it in. But it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm trying to remind myself that I'm not who I've always been. I'm someone new now. And that resistance that I found um, during the situation with Melanie and I, it started to strip away. And then it, it started to feel kind of, you know, silly. Um, because I had all these predetermined behaviors, these predetermined thoughts uh, about this. So that's, you know, a week later, that's when I was able to, to really express where I had arrived and with that, you know, Melanie was you know, very shocked, actually. Um, <laughs> she was really shocked. But it created, I mean, now, I mean, it's because we both came at it with an intention. Once we're able to get clear, we came at it with intention. And it was an intention of love and understanding first of ourselves and then of the other person. This is where we got back into our harmonious energy and our harmonious um, day-to-day life it's a groove it's a groove yeah so intention is huge and the intention that you bring and breathe into your life becomes you in a sense 
right? So are you bringing in an intention that is um, one of love and understanding? Or are you bringing an intention that is one of fear and resistance? So you can choose this in every moment. And this is a, a moment-to-moment practice, just like everything in life, right? Mm-hmm. You always have a choice mm-hmm. and a path to go down, whether it's one that serves you and others or not. Um, so it's a, it's a beautiful practice, this one of intention. And sometimes I think we go on autopilot of what our past um our past experiences and histories and um, celebrations and challenges have taught us, right? They're all ingrained in us. I, I heard something recently that said um, the past only, ex- the only place that the past exists is in our mind and in our bodies. Oh, that's good. Right. Yeah. Because we think about the past, right? Mm-hmm. And we have opinions of it. We have perceptions of it. And then in our bodies, this is why it's so important to move the body and to get body work and to release um, from our muscles and from our our tissue because we do store that stuff in our body so being able to let all of that go you can shift your intention from one that is um, connected to the past and your past experiences and your perception of it or um, connected to the present and how you want your life to unfold and you can do it in real time if you just remember the intention that you set before the actual action Mm -hmm. that to me is powerful yeah there's a, a quote by Donna Farhi who I just absolute love. Oh, she's a boss. Yeah, yeah. we use two of her books in our <laughs> in the yoga teacher training um, at our studio. Uh, one of them is Yoga, Mind, Body, and Spirit, and the other one is um, Bringing Yoga to Life. And her name is Donna Farhi, F-A-R-H-I. I'll put it in the show notes. But she has a quote here about intention. Without intention, all these postures, these breathing practices, meditations, and the like can become little more than ineffectual gestures. When animated by intention, however, the simplest movement, the briefest meditation, and the contents of one breath cycle are made potent. And I believe that she's, you know, she is talking about our yoga practice here, but it's also just a metaphor for day-to-day life. Right. If we're not living with intention, then it's little more than an ineffectual gesture. But if we are living with intention, one that is for our highest good and for the highest good of others, then um, our lives are made potent and and enriched. It gives direction, Mm -hmm. you know, where you want to go and what you want to be. Yeah. Especially at the time that you can. Well, this is rad. I love this. Um, Thank you. Oh, and by the way. Because our sponsors are so beautiful to us and it's incredible. I want to thank Organifi for um, introducing uh, this green juice (laughs) and red juice. Well, Kaleo's daily on the green juice. I have to choose because they're both really delicious. Um, I just do both at once. It's like Christmas in a cup. Oh. Yeah. I haven't done that one Oh, yeah. You got to give that a try too. Yeah. So we are... Still, we do still have our code for um, 15% off, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 20%. It's Rebel and Muse at checkout on Organifi.com. And don't forget that Flower of Life CBD, a couple of drops into the Organifi shake. Mm. Oh, yeah. Or into the, the, um, the gold. 
the oh, turmeric yes, drink the at night. Yeah. Right. Super delicious. Yeah. And you can go to um, folcbd.com too. And there's a Rebel and Muse 15 code there. Yep. Rebel and Muse. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for your patience. And we'll get back to you really soon. <laughs> Peace. Aloha. <laughs>